0: it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. Hey, I'm Dr. Lisa and I give a shit. I, you know what, I'm, we're all very very upset today. I know you guys are all like, I mean this Paris Accord thing is gonna be announced in an hour at the end of our show and I just can't ignore that and um you know, we're, we're, we are gonna make this, we're gonna make it through together and uh you know i'm here for you you're here for me and uh th- this whatever's going to happen we're going to stick through this and there are too many people that believe in the right thing except which is not what well you know what the right thing is cuz you're listening to this show you can't be that dumb <laughs> so anyway i just want to po- point that out that um i'm sorry that uh this is happening we're all it's it's horrible it's just even emotionally horrible i mean even if you remove it from the actual reality of what happens to the planet and all that other stuff it's just very um dispiriting and and upsetting and we feel a lack of control that there's basically one person that can do so much evil and uh that's the part that we're feeling, I think I'm feeling, and I think you may be feeling right in the moment right now. So I just want to honor that and uh, just tell you I love you and I'm here for you and we're all going to stick together and make it through this. So I do have some good news. And do you know what that is? Fucking A, it's Brooklyn Pride Week. How great is that, okay? that, that should That should put a smile on everyone's face. And, uh, I, we've got, um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn pride. Well, it's pride week in general, but Brooklyn pride has some really, really great activities. Okay. So, um, the theme is this year is equality. No exceptions. That means you, you fucking freak out there. You're listening to this. You're a fucking freak. And even you are included. Um, And it's Monday, uh, starts on Monday, as you may know, and it ends on Saturday, June 10th, Monday. And uh, there's a 5K in Prospect Park. There's a festival and there's a parade on Fifth Avenue in Park Slope. And you know what's really cool? They're having um, a documentary of the first openly trans FDNY firefighter. They're having queer comedy and a full day of events. That's Prospect Park on June 10th. And you should go to um, BrooklynPride.org to learn more about uh, what's going on there and get involved. And if you don't have to be gay, you know, you can be a freak straight like I am. Just like just a total. It's just for any. It's for us. If you're listening to this show, it's for you. Believe you me, you need to be included in something. You're definitely in that category. And uh, I also want to remind people until I get to my. Really amazing guest, uh, a musician who I have, uh, you know, been been following for uh, forever, uh, is on the show today. But before we get there, uh, just want you to know that um, you should support, it'd be great if you support RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, that's something you can do to help. You can give us a dollar, anything, just go to our website and uh, go to the donate, you know, just... Type in donate and uh, we make it really easy for you to donate. So uh, I'm very, very excited who's on the show today. It's Bill Pop of Bill Pop and the Tapes. Hi, Bill.
1: Hello, how are you? Good. I think I'm over modulating. <laughs>
0: Over-modulating, that is such a, uh, that's a definitely musician well, I radio. like kind. it's
1: just, no, it's all right now. i just got to lean back a little. Cause maybe it could be my headphones, too.
0: Maybe. Are your yeah. headphones really Well, loud? it just sounds
1: like it's distorting a little. Oh, uh, maybe. But as long as it's not, who cares? Yeah. I've had horrible monitors through the years.
0: You've had horrible what?
1: Monitors. Oh, Meaning yeah. Meaning it sounds horrible I, on stage and okay out in the audience. Oh,
0: uh, we're good here. I good. mean, we have good, we have good, we have good shit. We've got really, that's one thing, this studio has good equipment, yeah. don't you think? No, it is. I
1: thought it was a, like a on-the-air kind of radio station, not just internet. This is oh, good. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it is really good. You know? It is really good.
1: I did the Who and Who show for one time. And oh, I, yeah, I know them. I, 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 she's great. Yeah. I remember when I first did it, they just kind of like, she had her laptop and the camera was a laptop, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, we're
0: we're we're way beyond that. Anyway, uh, I want to introduce you. To, I want to introduce you guys to uh, Bill Pop's music. Bill Pop and the Tapes, your band. That's what we're going to be playing in a few minutes. But I just wanted, and this is the first time Bill and I are meeting. Right, right here. You're here with us in the moment. Uh, he just walked in the studio literally ten minutes ago. And uh, Bill, Bill hasn't heard the story, but Bill was actually Bill. Your album Inside Out. Al- uh, insides insides Yeah, that came out in 96 huge influence on me really yes because that was a year that i really started making art very very seriously Wow! so i went to my advertising job during the day and i would come home at night and i would play that album and uh make art make all this work wow. and i was just starting to really exhibit work i had something um I had this big, I had a big uh, um, condom rack in the uh, new museum bookstore and it had, you could buy a condom with somebody's name on it. So I was making those all the time and tampons that said souvenir of my reproductive year so anyway you're part of uh you know how music is guys it's did you part- make with
1: my name on it of any chance no
0: but i probably did bill was probably wow. on there a blue one with bill some okay. girl probably you never you never had like some yeah. woman pull one out on nah, you like that i guess you're not too
1: old for that you know we have to be the
0: aggressors so, so, yeah <laughs> i think i always
1: played a game oh i forgot one <laughs>
0: you know anyway so um why don't you uh, just explain a little bit about like your style of music and what the influence is, and then I'm going to share two uh, two songs from the album, Insides, that uh, really uh, have stuck with me throughout the years.
1: Well, it, it basically, I mean, I grew up listening to Elvis, uh, well, more Ricky Nelson. I mean, Elvis was there, and I sang Hound Dog as a kid, and, and then uh, later on it was Ar- Dion, was very big. Then, obviously, like, a lot like anyone around my age, uh, when, when the Beatles came out, everything was different, you know. I seen them on Ed Sullivan. And um, I started out as a drummer when I was 13, and uh, I never got any better than Ringo, so when the more progressive music came out, I couldn't do half of it. And I, I got thrown out of a band. But in, in, in all that, my mother, at the same time I got the drum kit by uh, that following uh, christmas uh, they brought my mother a, at that time i was 13 i still got the 1966 ludwig's uh, i mean they really? were faded white it was supposed oh, to be sky to blue oh yeah it's <laughs> an ebay treasure oh, yeah, definitely i mean they're, they're a sight for sore eyes because they got faded like this yellowish do you have whatever a picture
0: do you have a picture send oh, us a well, picture actually probably
1: online you could see you know what because yeah. our drummer was using them up till about two years ago because they were light oh, and really? small yeah it was huh. a it Interesting. was. Uh, it was a jazz kit, mm-hmm. and because my parents, I just told them I wanted it to look like the Ringo kit, but they didn't know what they were doing, and they bought the smaller kit, and instead of being the blue like Ringo, they got the sky blue pearl. And when I kept them in the front of the basement, there, there was a window there, and I kept cleaning them, and they kept looking yellow. And I don't know, it was the sun. So the sun. So your
0: music, your music. I want to get to your music. Oh, What's yeah, your influences? You oh yeah, so anyway,
1: it was the Beatles. I can
0: see this is gonna be this oh. is gonna be a lot of me interrupting you. Bill. Yeah, you're gonna have to. That's okay. We're cool with that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So anyway, so yeah, so I started playing keyboards because of the piano being in the house. I got thrown out of a band as a drummer, and I started writing songs. And uh, the rest is history. I just kept writing, and I formed the tapes in uh, the very end of '80. We did our first live show at Folk City in March. We auditioned CBGBs. I remember the date, May 10th. That must be 1981. Awesome. Well, we were Thank so scared my... because yeah, the huge. nerve was alive then. You know, uh, I I didn't. I should have, it would have been better if I would have played there in the '70s. But in the '80s, I kind of caught the tail end of the whole thing, and. And uh, you know, we wanted to pass and I think we had to play something like midnight on a Sunday and uh we wanted to do a good but it job. Worked. Yeah, it worked. So
0: what do you call your music? British Yeah, or, British or Brit pop, British and,
1: or, or Britpop, British Brit and pop, pop, yeah. Okay.
0: So uh with that, I'm gonna give you a sample. I'm gonna play through two of my uh very favorite songs from the album Insides, which came out in nineteen ninety six. Yep. First one is Stone to Throw and the second is a very original cover of the Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles by the Beatles right yes. I mean it, did who sang it on the Beatles album Paul McCartney Paul McCartney Okay
1: This why a drum roll in the beginning.
2: Selfishly naive, you'll get yours dead When dreams fall short and time goes fast You wonder what is real yeah. or in your head Worry about yourself don't
0: Oh, how about that, huh? That was awesome. I really, really enjoyed that. You could tell I was enjoying it. Yeah, right? no, I said, <laughs> love, love it, love it. I mean, uh, I, uh, I, I, I just, you know, that was that was so great. I remember I came to see you at the Sidewalk Cafe that year, 1996. Oh, wow. Do you remember that no, they played there? I, I no, remember. Of it, not. I remember. played there a lot, but I mean, uh, yeah, and I remember this was kind of funny because I was dating the music writer for the New York press at the time. Oh, was that, who was J.R. Taylor. Oh, you were dating Taylor? <laughs> yeah, and it was really funny because uh, we're still friendly. Or, you know, we, I mean, you know, I mean, he has yeah. a lovely wife, a great wife, and a great kid. I mean, I don't see her really have much to do he's with them. Jersey but in Jersey now. Yeah, he lives in Weehawken. Did you did you ever meet him?
1: Well, yeah, I, I, he did a whole thing on me. Like, what happened was they had a, with the Daily News, he had this, like, some thing they did on people that make a difference or whatever. And I had a quadruple bypass, and he, he, he did this whole big full-page thing about the benefit if... show I did. And this really? was in uh, 2006. He oh, actually, know that. He interviewed me uh, down at uh, I was a South by Southwest, and it was like a whole oh. page, that articles in the Daily News. But then he came to the benefit, and he was still writing for the press. And you know how he would tear everything apart? Yeah, he was a crazy guy. Yeah, so he kind of like, you know... Very smart. Uh, yeah, but, but he kind of, you know, I don't know, what's whatever the word you want to say. It wasn't the, He wasn't as complimentary, because for the press, I guess he could write wherever he wanted. But for the Daily News, they railed him in, you know. But actually, but he did kind of fuck up the article, because he said I was from Brooklyn. But I, li- I was from in- Queens. Queens,
0: right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but With it was really funny, from. because when I was dating JR, like, he could get tickets to anything, and I was always like, because I was working... Uh, really long hours. I was, like, really tired. But I remember he was really proud, like, when we went to see you. Really? I wonder if he wrote about you at that time. I, I, I mean, maybe he, it he, was to impress impre- he, he, he me.
1: He, <laughs> did, he did a review on us, on, on that CD. Actually, uh, he, he, he liked everything, but he, he kind of said something, like, why did you put Elida Rigby on it? You know what I mean? I it's,
0: love that song. I know. I, know. I, I did, too. For I know. I know. Recording. That's funny, because I remember him and I, talking very I mean, I remember him as part of that and, you know, of course he was really involved. He knew I mean, Jr. has like an encyclopedia knowledge about everything. So, yeah. uh, you know, he knew I mean, I couldn't even like really discuss music with him in any way. So you were one of the few bands that you know, we kind of both, like, he he encouraged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I mean, I think I have good taste in music, frankly. Now he wrote but. nice stuff, but, like, he always has to do that
1: kind of zinger thing, you see. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, tell me. Style. Listen, I dated the guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I hope he didn't do zingers to you like he did to bands. Oh,
0: I'm sure. He was, <laughs> I remember what he used to say. He said um, something about that I was one of the few artists whose work he didn't hate. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's cool. That was high that was high praise from JR. Yeah. Um but um Greg, I mean, you know, I have very fond, fond uh you know, we were we were friends for a long time. We just kind of lost touch. I was at his wedding and oh, okay. it's kinda after so he had you didn't his have kid. sour grapes. Not at all. <laughs> well, I think too. after he had his kid, he kind of um, Mellowed out? Maybe, you know, I just really lost touch with them then. They were living in Weehawken, and I think having a kid was probably the best thing that ever happened to him. I don't Uh. know for sure, but I'm guessing that probably was a good thing. And he seems, that's my impression. From yeah. the social media that he loves being a
1: dad. I, I never joined that club yet. I don't think uh, I'm going really Me either. <laughs> either. My me birthday's either. on Monday.
0: Oh, is it?
1: Yeah, 64. And I should have learned, but I'm 64. And I don't really know how to play it. Uh-huh. So I'm doing this thing on Saturday. And oh, solo. Uh, Where? At the Irish Whiskey Bar in Astoria. Oh,
0: in Astoria. Under so the you, train owl. Yeah, so you live in Astoria now. No,
1: college boy my whole life. Same oh, house. Oh, really? Same house. The house, uh, my but
0: you play in a story a lot. Well,
1: we, we yeah, because we've been doing covers as well as the original, and a lot of places have their own drawer, so you don't have to bring that many people, and they actually pay you, which is oh a nice,
0: nice, thing. nice. So one of the things that I thought, um, besides the fact that you're a personal favorite of mine, but so we established that, folks. Thank you for indulging me too, but I know, I love sharing this with you, and I know you're enjoying it. So, but one of the things about you that I thought was really um, pretty remarkable and really um, uh, like really cool for a creative person, it it really you have what that is that we creative people really need, which is this kind of uh, I hate to say commitment because I it's much bigger than the word commitment, but like you have really lived being in a band like your whole life. You've been in a band. We were doing the math before. Uh, before we went on the air, and it was—it's been 37 years, and you have never—you haven't—you haven't skipped any time, right? No. You've played consistently. Yeah,
1: because I—what happened was after my—see, I, what I, I always wanted to, you know, I was going to be the great rock and roll, whatever it is, or star, <laughs> whatever they call it back then. But I was going to—you know—I was trying to make it. I'm yeah. I sure in hell didn't want to work as a plumber. I just took that in high school, and when I graduated, I had to get a job. Anyway, I was doing that day job thing, and I was constantly. But I was half-assed about it, let's put it this way.
0: Half-assed about being in a band, you mean?
1: Well, you know, I would, like, blow off a rehearsal to go out on my boat or some other stupid thing. That sounds good. <laughs> but, but, I mean, so, anyway, after my mother died, it was an eye-opener. I just okay. realized if I was going to do this... Plus, she was really proud how of
0: old, me. How old, how old were you when you well,
1: were Well, I, I turned 25. But, I mean, I should have been taking it... Well, for one thing, it was really hard as a keyboard player to... Um, to, to put a band together, because to to play, either a room had to have a piano. You couldn't, oh, I see. Or you had to have a Fender Rhodes, or mm-hmm. you just had to commit to playing mm-hmm. an organ. And back in those days, everything was a Hammond B3. And, you know, it, it wasn't mm-hmm. easy as a, a...
0: So you were 25 when your mother passed? Yeah. Was she sick for a long time, or well, was She had a... cancer
1: since so so I was like 10.
0: Oh, so you grew up with an oh, ill
1: mother? Right. But she but she was a good mom. I mean, you yeah, know... Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, well, I remember one time, some kid kind of smacked me, an older kid, and she found out about it, and she staggered down the block and kind of smacked the shit out of him, you know? Good
0: for her. Yeah. So did your brothers or sisters?
1: Uh, Yeah, I have one of each, but, you yeah, know, we're, we're kind of distant, one of those families. But you know, when you all. grew up, was oh, it? Oh, yeah. But my, my sister left like when I was like uh, 15. Wow. I, she, yeah, Oh well, when you a were whole family, f- She's older? Yeah, four or five, six years older, I think. And my brother yeah, we're still in touch, me and my brother, but me and my sister. your sister aren't in nah. touch.
0: Was your family close when you were growing up? It well sounds yeah, like we you were, were better.
1: We were better at that. It's just that stupid things happen. Yeah, no, but I mean? did
0: you have a good childhood? Oh yeah. I, I very I, fit. you seem like you really were family oriented. Yeah, no,
1: my mom was great, my father was great. I got along good with my sister. My brother was always like the bad apple. but uh. Uh, yeah, but anyway, that's you know, and there's an older brother who I never met who died when uh he was seven.
0: Oh, but wow. But long oh, before, that's a big deal. Well, that was
1: long before I was born.
0: But it must have really affected your parents. Oh, my pa- oh yeah,
1: my mother still... She
0: still, could never get past that. No. No, no. never. What? Oh, he, he died what? of...
1: Well, I think he had a convulsion when he was like three months. I mean, it's almost according to my mother. Mm-hmm. And he was like a vegetable... And I think he was in an institute, and he caught pneumonia, and he you know he died. But back in those days, they probably knew this kid had no future, so they didn't you know. Yeah,
0: you know, well, anything. whatever. That's really yeah. yeah it's so,
1: it still destroyed, my you know my mom always oh, talking oh, about yeah. his birthday, but which I don't remember actually. No, but,
0: but it, oh, it must have been awful. Yeah. yeah, I think he
1: was he was born in 1939. Wow. And my parents got married; they were drunk at a. <laughs> they were drunk at a, a St. Patrick's Day party, and he went awesome. into his minister's kitchen with their friends, who had it all set up. They were their friends were going to get married, and back then you didn't have to do blood tests and all that oh, stuff. Right, right, they, right. They, they had licenses, and you know they kept them hanging around, like the minister had them. And after they the friends got married, the minister's wife said to my parents, "Next." And they were both stood off their ass, and they go, "Yeah, why not?" And when her, fa- her father was totally pissed because she wasn't, she lied about her age. But uh, and they had to get remarried in the church. Did later they know on.
0: each other very well, well when yeah, they got yeah, married? Yeah, but my
1: mother had like a corner. Her, she actually had a couple of boyfriends here and there. And it was like, but it was uh-huh. like a, a type. They were just going out, you know what Type of thing. It wasn't like they were like madly in love, but it, and they said it would never last, and uh, it did up to thirty-four they, yeah.
0: years. Yeah, yeah, because my mother wow. died
1: when she was sixty-four. And then she was wow. married when she was twenty.
0: Wow, yeah you know? wow, yeah, so uh um so she you were your so so that must have been, so when your mother passed, that was a well, big were you very close to her uh, yeah, and and I mean, you know, and of course you, you
1: know when that type of thing happens, you regret uh certain things, you know, when you're younger, you you worry more about your friends and hanging out and all that stuff, and when she died, it, it just kind of like you know, well, she was always sick. And, right. you, and you always thought, oh, she'd beat it again. Because, you know, right. every couple of years she have to go in for some other damn thing. And she'd right. beat it. Right. And, and when, she, I don't know, it just...
0: Did it feel sudden when she passed? No, nah,
1: because it was drooling. It started in May and she died in August when she went in the last time. And she wound up with chemotherapy. And back then, you know... And at seventy-eight, that was now. still kind of new. Yeah, and she didn't know who I was for the last three weeks. Oh, of my I life. see.
0: That must have been very, very. Yeah, it call. was.
1: It was how, horrible. how was
0: your dad? That must have been tough on him.
1: Yeah, but I, I you know, he didn't want to recognize it. And oh, I, so he
0: when he didn't want to deal with it. At well, all. well, he dealt with it. But I mean, it was like,
1: like you know, when my mother, it was really weird. I, I was in the the hospital, and I and the the, the one doctor. This is like towards like right before they set her home. It's like, has she responded to this? I said, no, has she? whatever. And it would ask a question. And the guy looks at me, just closes the book. And he goes, well, nothing we could really do. This is Mount Sinai. You could take oh, her home. Oh, wow, yeah. And my father was like, oh, mom's come. Like He was like, he, it was really weird. I mean, like, he was so happy that she was, but she was a, a vegetable and she was skinny and it was horrible. And wow, uh, she that must lasted been... a week and she died in the house, but... You know, and uh, but anyways. that must have
0: been rough as a kid because like you didn't have your dad to protect you in a way. You know, well, my I mean?
1: father was great too, but my mom, but I mean
0: still, like he he wasn't like he wasn't dealing with it directly. Oh, oh so no, no, was, no, he, yeah. he
1: I, I Maybe I'm saying it wrong. It's just that
0: emotionally, I mean, he probably uh, oh, dealt with it directly. Well, I
1: mean, when it when she did die, I mean, the guy broke down in the kitchen, mm-hmm. his, um, and you know, I remember him saying to me how much he loved his. Oh you know, yeah, my, 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 and the thing was. Uh, like about a year before he died, or was it, 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 we were to we, see what happened after she died, you know, when you're a kid, you you want to hang out on Christmas Eve instead of being home. Of course, your parents would want you home, but yeah. you're like, like, you know. Anyway, so now I made sure every holiday I was with my 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 father, and I made sure I took him out with father because it, it you lost one, and now you realize how important right. they are. But when you before that happens, you know, you kind of like don't give a shit, and you're growing up and you're self-centered, you know. As a well, kid. that's
0: what kids are for. They, you, you're supposed to feel secure with your parents and take them for granted. That's what you're suppo- That's uh, what kids. Uh, yeah. That's good, healthy upbringing. I guess
1: yeah, it was. But uh, anyway, I made sure that I was there for my father, and uh, I mean, we became like best friends. And you know, as more I got into the music thing, he put up with it. I mean, he could have. He really wanted to like go to Florida and sell the house, but he kept it. Because he knew I would be screwed. Because I, I, had this real shit plumbing job. You know, non-union guys make nothing. could I couldn't have. I mean, I would have had to cut rent. I mean, I paid him board, but I would have had to cut rent, studio time to rehearse a band. You know what I'm saying? And then, then try to record. So So he
0: really stuck around to make, to like because he really cared about your music and you. And he probably loved spending time with you. Oh, yeah. He
1: he showed up at clubs. I mean, that's why we, he got the nickname of Daddy Tapes because the band was Daddy Tapes. And it was part of it. Yeah. And he came home with a shirt that said Daddy Tapes on it one year from, he used to go to Florida every couple of months. And he came home with the shirt that said Daddy Tapes. He loved it. He's the one, he'll put like the the name of the tapes on on the mailbox, you know, and he just, yeah, he loved the whole thing. You know,
0: um, I want to play this because um, I'm glad you're telling this story because um, on your latest, o- this is your latest? Is this your la- yeah, that's latest? Yeah, well, that's
1: not the latest. That came out in as 25 by 30. It's basically it's like a, a compilation of your, yeah, it's an your anthology. anthology. It's a 28-page it's a booklet in there. Oh, wow. You can get it on CD Baby. And it's a 28-page booklet, and it tells, unlike the Beatles, the Beatles put their shit out first on their... First anthology. We put new songs and worked our way back all the way to us playing at Max's Live in 1981. Wow! But the booklet starts with the band starting, tells the whole story, and right to the present.
0: Yeah, which is what's so great. One of the things that's so great, besides the music, of course, but the but the history, like your band, has a consistent history and story. But anyway, on on this on this CD, which I actually downloaded uh, off the internet but I paid for it. Uh, Oh, thanks, Bob. So now
3: it's supposed supposed to be recording. It's on play and record. And it's supposed to be doing it, see? But I don't know.
0: So that's your (laughs) dad. I love that it's on there.
1: What happened was I bought him, you remember when those boom boxes were out with the big speakers? I bought him one for Christmas, and he loved it. And I I showed him how you got to, record, you know, you got to hit the record and the play button to make it record and you got to rewind and then, you know, when it plays back, he was showing it off to someone I, I think I bet it at the Daddy Tapes party, we used to have a party for him every year, uh, which I still do, even though he's been gone. Oh, that's great. And I do that party at the house and I have the benefit, but anyway he was showing it and he, and I guess he must have held the buttons down, talked into it, and he didn't realize that you had to Rewind it and hit play again because there's more to Uh it. At the end of the song, glass, we put both ends. Then he'll go, I don't know, uh, it must be going. I'm talking enough into it because he didn't realize that he's recording himself again. And it was, oh, that's funny. Well, I was so destroy when he died I mean, you know he died suddenly i found him on the floor oh
0: wow yeah, yeah, a heart how old attack. were you then well
1: i was uh, was I uh, 33 oh but, so that
0: was yeah i mean i wasn't a little like kid. eight years after your mom yeah or something
1: like but, but i mean i thought he was good till his 80s you know i didn't yeah right think, yeah. And, and uh so the thing was uh, the weirdest thing was making the house mine it was because i felt like i was just being a watchman for my father right you know it took about a year but anyway I I was I had the thing up on top of the refrigerator. I took it down. I saw the cassette, and I rewound it, and to hear that it was such a uh, it was just oh, to hear wow. his voice. Yeah, wow. so it, it wound up years later when I wrote this song called Glass, which is on uh, anyway the fourth CD, and I just because that's kind of like a little bit of an artsy-fartsy song, so I got the idea of putting this tape on, you know, my father's voice before it, then the other piece I found after it. So. Oh,
0: so is it oh so it's like a lead into the song. Yeah, if you
1: if if you have, have glass. It. Actually, you know what? You could have this one too while we're at it.
0: Oh wow. Oh wow. I'm getting so many gifts here today. I'm gonna take pictures of all this. I've got I've gotten now I've gotten this Bill's given me a second CD, already gave me one, and this hat, which I made him sign. Wow. But I wanna do a station ID and I also um so I want to remind people uh, that they're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. Thanks for listening. I'm uh, having a um, really fascinating conversation and some good music with Bill Pop, a Bill Pop in the tapes, and I think. Um, Uh, You know, uh, Rebecca, this uh, this artist friend of mine, Rebecca, is doing this really cool thing a a lobster a benefit for her lobster porn tour. And she told me she was going to call in, so I was thinking this would be a good time for her to call in. Uh -uh. And look at that! Uh -uh. There there she is. is, Rebecca. Hey, yes. Hey, we were just talking about you. How about that? So I'm really excited about your lobster porn tour. (laughs) I mean, and which is so, well, you know what, I'll post post some information. There's actually a great show that we did together that um, isn't really, well, would certainly uh, have people understand how Crazy you are! How like outrageous <laughs> and extreme. So tell us about the benefit.
3: Yeah, so I'm doing the benefit because I'm about to go shoot a new lobster porno with in Berlin with um you know with Andrea Merkel and all. Yeah, right. And, um, yeah, you know, because she uh, would look great in one of your
0: lobster costumes. I would love Wouldn't to see she, that. She, she, has, she would. She
3: and I have the same resting bitch face for the same. <laughs> now, so I love her so much. You know. Um, so I'm really looking forward to meeting her. And um, and yeah, so I'm hosting this lobster porn benefit party at Brooklyn Bazaar on Thursday night, Thursday, June 8th, at 150 Greenpoint Ave in Greenpoint, 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Um, and you can also get tickets on my website, rebogallery.com slash tickets. I'll post it all um, well, on, my,
0: on my Facebook page.
3: Cool, cool. Um, What I'm doing is I'm actually screening all the lobster porn films that I've made. So far, they're like improvisational sexual dramas where we all dress up as lobster and go at it together. I've made Mm -hmm. them all over the world, including Greece and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to screen all of the shorts that I've made so far, which ends up being about a feature-length film length. And then uh, I'm going to have a lobster sex citation raffle, followed by some lobster lap dances and a lobster porn photo booth where everyone can dress up in lobster costumes and get their photo taken with me. Wow! So it is going to be a lot of lobster fun. And this, this venue is so crazy. It was an old Polish nightclub, and there's, like, these little nooks in there. There's, like, these karaoke rooms that have velvet, brown velvet ceilings oh. and, and mirrored walls and red leather couches for oh. the lobster sex citation to occur on it's just gonna oh. be so crazy. It's my oxygen of iniquity.
0: Wow, that sounds amazing. And the tickets are only like fifteen dollars in advance, right?
3: Yeah. Twenty dollars yeah.
0: which is not a lot for a benefit to uh and all that stuff and there's gonna be drinks and stuff like that, right?
3: Yeah, and there's... Are there's the lap really dances extra? Um, you have to tip the lap dancers.
0: Oh, all right. I think that's fair. You I know, think that's t- fair. Tips.
3: Yeah. And um, also, it's just really a lot of fun because there's performance, there's a, a movie screening, and you also get to play dress up with me, so it's very interactive. There'll be some dance music on if people need to get their, their lobs to dance on, so it's just going to be fun. And you know? um, it's
0: really important to note that all the co- you make all the costumes, mm-hmm. and um, they're really they're highly original and incredibly sexual, very sexual. No. I have uh, there. There'll definitely be some dildos, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, basically, real lobster men have double dicks. They have two dicks. So I have so many pairs. How of many dicks do you there?
1: have, Bill? Well, I'm one. That's like get older. You're not stranger. a lobster. No. I wish I was. <laughs> I got a picture of a couple of crabs fucking, by the way.
0: Oh, good. We'll need yeah. that later.
3: Um, <laughs> he said he only has one. He should he come only- to my party, and he can have at least two.
0: Well, if you go to, yeah, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, I we'll, think my girlfriend
1: should be much happier.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Rebecca, I love you, and I admire you, and I think it's going to be the most awesome evening ever, and I want want to thank you for calling in. Detail- Thank you so much. Yeah, Lisa. yeah, great to talk to you. Thanks
3: for the great See experience. Thursday. feel better in these times. All right,
0: bye-bye. All right, take care, bye. That sounds like fun. I know, doesn't it? Rebecca's awesome. Her work is really amazing. Um, she that, you did- know,
1: I actually got picked. You know what happened? Where well, I keep this boat, one time in the fall, they have the crabs, and it was two of them that were mating, and I, I filmed it. <laughs>
0: Oh really? Oh you. well, no. Well, you got to mail it to me. We'll do that after uh, we're off the air because yeah, yeah. your story about. So did you um like I um did you ever did were you always like as a kid? Were you always like really musically oriented? Yeah, but I was
1: more fantasy about it than I. I didn't realize the work involved. What you, you well, mean? you know, like I, you got to write songs, but I didn't realize or 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 play or sing. I mean, I should have listen to my parents, maybe even uh, taking voice as a kid. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: just certain... I, I think I, I wanted the, the fame without the work.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, Cause well, because cause your career seems exactly the well, opposite. Yeah, well, I, that all was after when
1: I was 25. No, I dove into it. I made that the center. I think music, to do it, you got to kind of make it the center of your life and let things revolve around that. Wow. Meaning, like... That's, like, you can't have, you know, oh, I'm going to go to some party tomorrow. Right. And I'll, oh, I'll just blow off a rehearsal because of right. that. Or, you know, this came up and I'm not going to, you know what I'm so saying? So you, when
0: your mother passed, that's really what it's changed. And, so how how did that affect you? Like, what- Well,
1: I'll give you an example. Like, like, for one thing, back then, I didn't have a band. Well, I was always trying to get things out of the living room. And, you know, I was working with people that really weren't committed either. And... So I I just had to dive into it. So I didn't really know where to start. So I started, you know, I found that there were showcases. Like uh, I used to play this place called the Monakai mm-hmm. in uh, Bayside, but I didn't want to go into the city because it was a mm-hmm. drag going into I didn't know mm-hmm. anyone. I didn't have to drive. I had to take trains and everything. So after she died, I said, I'm doing that. Yeah, but was, was
0: it like she, did your mom try to impress on you that, like, your music oh, was, she, was she somebody who advocated for your music? Did she make you feel? She, she would tell me, that you why are you it practicing
1: seri- that? Why aren't you doing that?
0: So, so it kind of like she was the one who really wanted you to be serious about well, it, and she, you internalized said, that when she wasn't there to do that for you. Right, Is she, that what you mean, kind yeah, of? Yeah,
1: because she said basically, I mean, you know, you should be, Doing this and doing that, and I wasn't. I mean, she was really proud of what I did. Mm-hmm. Like she, like when I would play it, I it used to drive me nuts too. Because I hate, you know, how you hate when parents brag yeah. about you as a kid. Oh,
0: she used to brag oh, about you. God. Oh, that's you know, adorable. Like I don't, she, she, I don't know because I never had that problem. She, she would ask me <laughs> to
1: sing. Idea. She would go, oh, Bill, why don't you play that new one you uh... wrote? As you, and then like they be friends of hers there or whatever. And as you're playing, you hear, you know. He never had a lesson, and he well, all this stuff. And like you're like you know, because you're younger, you don't want to hear that shit, well, you know, because it's totally on cool.
0: Yeah, I I guess well, I guess. A my, no, you know. I get it, <clears throat> I get it. So, did you ever think of going to college? You never went to college, right? Well, I,
1: I hated school, and the only reason why I wanted to a trade school was to get out of it easiest. I right. I, I read like shit to this day. If I didn't use, uh, my drummer has to proof me, read a lot of emails. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I, but I got through it all, you know.
0: Right, obviously. Yeah. So so uh, did your. Um, as, a tra-
1: yeah, as a trades guy,
0: mm-hmm. you know, you yeah. learn certain
1: words, and that's what you have to write, because there's certain words. To the, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I could spell, but not
0: I write. bet you're a good plumber. Were you good at it? I did it. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. You I must wouldn't, be pretty yeah. good.
1: I mean, I did what I had to do, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but I you were
0: capable of doing oh, yeah. that. That's I what I'm boilers, saying. I did all that garbage. That's not that easy. Are you yeah. licensed?
1: No, no, but I, I worked But you know how to do I, it. I had to take a city test, which was almost equal to oh, a, Oh, okay. A, to I a licensed So, test. yeah, well, whatever.
0: Yeah, you're certified. And I
1: worked, I never worked for anyone but a licensed plumber.
0: Oh, and have, I see you, you would work, work, work. for, I get, so I get it. I get it. So, be yeah you're trained and, yeah. and certified. Right. All that stuff. Yeah. Um. And I was going to ask you about. Um, well, so, was it, anybody musical in your family? Like, where did the music come from? Uh, my
1: mother would sing to me as a kid. My and that's father, it. Yeah. Well, she used to always say that when she was younger, she um, wanted to take a piano. She played piano by ear as a wow. when she was a kid. That's how they got the piano. Wow. The year they got me the drums, mm-hmm. they, my my father and my sister they chipped in and, and they bought mm-hmm. her this Thomas piano. Mm-hmm. And it was um, anyway, when she tried to play from all these cancer drugs and stuff, her arms would swell, and it's mm-hmm. so it sat there mm-hmm. and, and it didn't you know just sat there. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine showed me how to play "Hey Jude," and I'm, and that's what encouraged me to, to play. Mm-hmm. I took the same three chords and. You know, I wrote one of these songs that see? really sucked, you know what I mean? But I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. That so that
0: you're taught. completely self-taught.
1: Yeah, I, I took lessons 10 years after the fact. Mm-hmm. And the, it was some joint and flushing that, uh, the, mm-hmm. you know, music store. And they, they, the woman didn't know what to do and, with because I could play. So she put me on book one. And that didn't work out because I would hear the note before I'm, I would play it, you see. right, right. And then right. this guy came along for the same school. He taught me blues riffs, which was kind of cool. But then he quit, and I never took him again. Oh,
0: so was it kind of unusual? Your parents were like, "Wow, this kid's really talented." Was it a surprise? Yeah, sort yeah. Of like I, a, they were supportive. Supportive. Su- I mean, they, yeah. they put up with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. Like was even the
1: old my father, the old man, he he put up with it. It was, yeah. You know,
0: what did your father? What, how did your parents earn a living? What did they? Oh, do? my
1: my my father was a uh, well. I guess he did numerous jobs, but he got on with a printing company. I guess around 1953, and he became a union printer. Mm-hmm. Then, right as I was, the year before I graduated, they downsized. Oh. They were moving. Remember, all back in the day, they all the companies used to go to Jersey. Uh, they didn't so want that to deal happened. with New York the, Yeah, that happened. Yeah. He lost his gig at 59. Uh. So, and, he, and they couldn't place him at the union uh. at the time. And he wound up going from a decent job to like a God's job.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh. And so that's why we But when he I had got a of, job. He had yeah. a job. But,
1: and my mother was a nurse. Uh-huh. But the cancer knocked her out because yeah. whatever happened to her, she she lost her equilibrium. Oh, uh, you know, back then you were a guinea pig. Yeah. You tried anything, you know.
0: So what? Um, I wanted to ask you like about the like the music business and your for for those young, uh, hungry uh, fantasy musicians <laughs> out there. So what's your ideas about the music business and your relationship to well, it over the years? Like, what I, do you I, think about it?
1: I think you got to give it all you got. Um. And I also think you should have some type of a day gig that has some type of future, but yet will allow you, it's very complicated, to pursue your music. Mm-hmm. Like my old boss, before I got on with the city, you know, I, I couldn't walk out of some customer's house and say, well, I guess you don't need a toilet tonight because I'm going to go play Seabees. Yeah, right. So I would tell them, that, like three or four days ahead in advance. Look, uh, I can't stay. Oh, I see. And I thought he was the greatest thing since sliced uh, bread because he put up with the bullshit. Oh, I see. Because most people who don't play, I was always caught in the middle of two worlds. Yeah, the Musicians didn't like the fact that I had a buck in my pocket mm-hmm. and the plumbers thought I was a fucking idiot because I'd walk out on overtime right. and, and I did no side work.
0: Right, right, right. So, you know, yeah, like I, I would hear that. the shit
1: in the morning, like, how much money did you make playing CBs last night? You know, and I'd w- say, well, whatever.
0: But yeah. it seems like you, your, your path as a musician has really managed to um, well, sidestep. That. Like, you seem like you have your your path that right. has nothing to do that's solid that isn't right it, that isn't you know uh, waived by the music business and other things right
1: well, uh, i mean at my stage of the game no one's going to come along <clears throat> and uh, come up with a record contract or anything i don't even know what it means today cause but all yeah don't you think things. the
0: music business has changed well like e- not for i mean i think you know like what's popular what gets played i don't you know, I mean, I don't, I don't understand any of this. So
1: yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, I'm in it, and uh, i that's. I mean, I produce records still. You know, for my you know our own band, and I push it. It's hard to get college airplay because I think now the labels are they got. I swear you could get on like a label would break an artist on college, but there'd still be enough room for someone unsigned. Now, right. no room for anyone on Yeah, the
0: phone. that's the problem, and, right? And the or thing is, well, that's part. why
1: these internet things are great. Yeah. But, and hopefully it takes off. And, yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is, without a, a major label, anyone could get my stuff on CD Baby. And I have uh. all like seven records there. Matter of uh. fact, I just sold one. They tell, they always send you an email. Uh. You know, some guy in Numb Nuts, Nebraska, <laughs> what the fuck? He bought. Pop hits the sixties. That's an I think EP. think people we put in out.
0: Japan listen to this show, which is weird. But, I know it's funny how but, you hear do that. You know Alan
1: Merrill. He was Alan a big, Merrill. Yeah, Sounds he was a big, big star in Japan. Actually, he still oh. plays. Yeah, I <laughs> had to throw that in. he was in a band called
0: Arrow. They were like teen stars. So, so you have a band. As I mean the the and you can see you have a great history of your band on the website. So, um, right. it, I mean all the details are there. But your band has changed members over the years and stuff Yeah, but like we've been the
1: same members now since 2001 without a change. Really? Wow, yeah. I that's mean, Mary, awesome. our bass player, she's been really getting into a lot of bluegrass stuff, mm-hmm. and she's been kind of prioritizing that because she gets to sing more where right. it's in her So what's,
0: what's that like having a relationship with a band that long?
1: Well, we don't really hang out all that much together, Um
0: really business it more in, it's or like, I mean, it's work and, yeah, be, we and got, you work together we, maybe we all not a love the music
1: that's the thing we yeah. all like even the covers we do everybody mm-hmm. likes them
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not like oh, i mean right, sometimes you got to do certain covers that will entertain but um i mean I, i'm not a big fan of brown eyed girl but i'll sing it uh, but on <laughs> the other hand like we just learn let it be and everyone loves let it be
0: and do you do most of the writing
1: yeah well jerry's a writer in his own right and he right had a, he has a CD, um, he had a, a band for a while called the Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. and I guess his CD is still floating around, I mean, he, he's pushing it, um, but a, you know, he does Yeah, and he works with another, you know, band, well, there, um, this girl Kit, she has a, a, a...
0: There must be really good chemistry, though, I mean, for whatever, well, re- it's, however it works.
1: Because we, we have, uh, it's no out-of-pocket to anyone, and we actually make money we play yeah oh you, you do know. yeah
0: yeah i'm not we so, get paid. yeah yeah without yeah, breaking the bank yeah but you get it's a money making Yeah. Crap, and, well, and it's your music and we actually. play for
1: free a lot you know yeah remember, but yeah like if you're doing like, the original like thing like
0: any performer yeah if you're i mean making money play, most uh, let let's say playing for free is the first step but a lot of people you know making it to the second step where you're getting paid is pretty good
1: but you got to do i wait is now i i guess unless you really have well, you still need the major label, you still need yeah. the booking agent. Yeah, you, you need, need a the, booking the, the, the agent. The real right. draw and then you could you know, yeah. And so, we we have a gun pass at the other. So part. are you
0: married? Nah. Do you have a girlfriend?
1: Yeah, same girl for Christ going on eight years. Eight she, years? Her name is Gumja, very sweet girl. What's her name? Gumja. Gumja. Chu. Yeah, I met her. she's Korean. I met her in flushing actually. Oh, <laughs>
0: nice. At the YMCA
1: in the pool. Oh
0: no. Oh, in the pool in a yeah. bathing suit, huh?
1: Well, that's where you know what you get.
0: <laughs> <I laughs> like that's that that. <laughs> shit. You know,
1: I'm telling you, if she ever dumped me, I would never go back. You know, to, I, I, don't even waste your time in a bar. I think it's the worst place to find anyone. If I had to go get another girlfriend, I would go right back. You know, to the pool. pool. Yeah, yeah, that sounds so it's great. Like, it's, like, it's like going to a singles bar and the girls are showing up in panties and bras. You know. <laughs> I mean, but you got to be cool. I mean, you can't come off like a You can't freak. just
0: go like you look no, great in, no, that, no, in, that, no. in gotta, that racing you gotta start outfit. you got
1: to stop the old bullshit. Oh, you the water's cold today, you know. <laughs> you can't just give off. You know, you can't make like you're hitting on anyone. Just no, gonna... no. I think That's that, good, that otherwise you authenticity seems like yeah. really
0: who you are. I don't think you would be taken in that way. No,
1: but I mean, still, I mean, you don't so know So have people. you ever
0: been married? No. Nah. I, I, I,
1: I proposed to one girl. This is the best one. matter of fact, the album You Like Stone to Throw, um. a lot of songs on it was written for her. Ah. We went out in 91, and she was younger than me. And when her parents accepted our relationship, I guess they figured he's older, but he's got a house. Oh, how old, much know, older? Future, well, I was 17 years older. Oh, than that's her. a lot, yeah. I was like 37, and she was 21.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So, but, yeah.
1: But her parents were cool. And then uh, you know, after the first few months, you're walking on eggs thinking, oh, she's going to dump me any minute. But when it went on past six or seven months, you start thinking it's real. Anyway, when I did get dumped, it kind of took its, uh, <laughs> you know, to heart. Matter of fact, on that album, the song When I Met You, I wrote for her. Stone to Throw, I wrote which uh, oh, for wow. her. Just Say Love.
0: What I love
1: that song. The Sky is Blue, I wrote for her. Um,
0: Wow, that's so romantic to have a guy writing songs for you. Yeah, it didn't work. And then work she dumped you, know, you? You
1: know, I never got laid on a song, you know. Never, really? Yeah, no one, I, I, you know, maybe because, for one thing, I'm nothing to write home about. Yeah, I'm only five, Oh, four.
0: you're really charming. Well, now and I charismatic. am. charismatic, I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, I got that nursing home appealing. thing. Appealing, you're well, appealing for sure, But I ladies. Mean, but,
1: but I mean, you know.
0: Well, you don't need ladies. Uh,
1: yeah, well, I, don't, I, I, I don't have that hot rock and roll image, you know. Well, I mean?
0: that's, you know, well. There, there is that. There you know, it used that. to drive
1: me nuts. Our old ba- we had the original tapes together. In the 80s, our bass player used to always get the girls, and he was the biggest pain in the ass. But he couldn't keep them because they saw through it, and they would dump them anyway.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. I was going to ask you, Um. so your girlfriend now, does she, is she a musician? Does she come to no, see your- No, she
1: loves belly dance, and that's what she really? does. Really? That yeah. is
0: so cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: She takes a lot. I keep telling her, why don't you try to, you know- she she does like what do you call them shows with the schools
0: yeah that she takes a class yeah with.
1: but I said I know a few people I could probably get her to do like a thing when she you know when they perform we got
0: to get her out to Bushwick can she could, could is it possible to have a, have her perform with your band have you ever thought of that I, I spoke
1: to her oh no 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 I'm not prefer- I'm like she gotta, doesn't want to perform she's she does the school things does these shows um. I'd like to to do that. You know what I mean? I would, Yeah. I mean, but my music isn't right for belly dancer. But you know what? There's a band called What the hell are they called? Too many lawyers. They used. Mm-hmm. They had a different name. Uh, they 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 actually have belly dancers that do stuff. The guy's a friend of mine. Really? Let's dead. book
0: it. Let's book it. Let's get I, you I'm not, I'm your not... band, her band, that <laughs> band, and just her. <laughs> yeah. That would I be mean, awesome. But I think, yeah, but I mean, she's got a little really She's not that's really that, she doesn't, I mean. She loves
1: either. it. She goes, takes her classes every week. Anyway,
0: and, that's an awesome pursuit under yeah. any circumstance. I mean, she's
1: got a day gig too, you know. What does she do? It. She's a nurse, believe it or not. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. She sounds really interesting. But she comes to see you a lot? In the beginning. I mean, because, yeah, you know, right. I
1: think she don't drink. She's got an allergy to alcohol. Oh, yeah. Which is good because I don't need anybody to encourage me.
0: <laughs> right. N- we, none of us do. Yeah. Um. I want to make sure that, uh, you know, we got four minutes left and I want to make sure that I get to play another, uh, song. Um, I just saw something really horrible on my phone. Oh, sorry. So about our world. So anyway, but, um, I want to finish this with all the dignity that we have here, which is plenty. And, um, so, I was going to play. Um, I was gonna play "Sidewalk Dance," you know, which I, I know also know, I that about love.
1: Brooklyn, by the way. You, you know? did. Well, I was working in these these horrible neighborhoods back then. That's what inspired it.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, the that... valley is and all that. because i a burnt-out building. I was working in. Okay, be quiet because I really want to get a chance to play this because okay. I love this song, and okay. I also want to just. I'm gonna post all this stuff on my uh, Facebook page. Um, along with the fact that this re- replaced tomorrow at 8 a.m. Uh, so you can just go to my Facebook page. it's open. Uh, but I want to remind everybody that they should go see you on Saturday well, playing at the Irish whiskey ball and on at the Cooper Square uh, Third Avenue festival, festival on the 10th to 2 p.m. And, uh your website is
1: on the tw- on 16 an,
0: bowerly Le- and your and your website is billpop.com
1: yep billpop okay. dot. Com. so
0: here we go another another one of my very very favorite songs in the whole world sidewalk dance thanks for listening uh you can always write to me at dr lisa at radiofreebrooklyn.org all right have a great day uh thanks for for listening bye
1: It's actually really fun.
2: Sun is high